Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Good Anime Palette Podcast. This is episode one. I am your host, Jason, and I'm joined, as always, as usual, with Will. It's crazy that we've been doing this for almost three, four weeks now, and it's finally episode one. Proper episode one. Yeah, don't date us, man. I know, but what I'm saying is that like, oh, it's, it's, we've, we've been pumping a lot of content, and it's still just the first episode. Proper episode. I mean, hopefully we'll be able to roll out more stuff. But yeah, um, yeah it looks like this journey is going to be very, very long and hopefully very, but very fruitful. Be, yeah, exactly. Fruitful. I was going to say that too. Like Great minds think alike. Yeah, it's going to be a fun time. So, um, has a lot happened in the past week? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's February now. It feels like January kind of just blew past us really quickly. I mean, 2021, how, how's it going for you so far? Uh, it's same old. Oh, yeah? It's literally 2020 part two. Plus one? Yeah. It's like all of a sudden we've had like a 13th and a 14th month of 2020. Nothing's really changed. Um, but you know, let's, let's not harp too much about what's happened in the past year. I, no, actually, we will know, get into that. Not right now, though. Yeah, exactly. You know, let's, let's try and have a little more of like a, a little more positivity yeah. before we start hitting you with some, you know, some throwback of 2020 <laughs> yeah or throw away of 2020 so will uh we got two episodes out the episode zero and the after dark and we have gotten some feedback from a lot of people yeah i think so far it seems that uh you know if we're just going to be talking very quickly about the downloads just the the but, listening ship as well it's been good it's it's been good we've gotten some consistent downloads throughout the past uh two weeks and uh you know we're very happy that the listeners are keeping it consistent we really do appreciate the supports and this is the kind of thing that keeps us going and wanting to produce more of this content to you know bring you back in and hopefully we'll be talking more topics that interest you engage with you you know give you more of a reason to keep tuning in every two weeks yeah and it is just well, I mean, our, I think our, our expectations in the beginning were like, hey, if anybody out there were to listen, it would be great. Yeah, it's 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 crazy that, you know, we, we this was a, essentially a dream, like mm-hmm. not even a month ago. And all of a sudden now, things are actually getting to the point where, yo, this is happening for real. Right. We actually have a platform that we can roll out the things we want to talk about, and people will actually mm-hmm. come and listen. Yeah, speaking of things to talk about, so... We have gotten a lot of feedback, some of which we will address. Actually, just two things that we will address. The first thing has to do with uh, our name, Will. We are known as, you guys probably know, the listeners. The Good Anime Podcast. Uh, with a palette in between. The Good Anime Palette Podcast. That is correct. We have, throughout the two episodes, have talked about our relating to the palette in terms of our sense of taste. <laughs> and a lot of people... Uh, rightfully so pointed out that hey the way that you spell palette is like the art artist tool rather than palette for the taste jason did you know that my mother tongue is actually not english oh i mean my first language is actually cantonese i mean we were i was born in hong kong so see i was born in canada but because my parents didn't really speak as much english cantonese was the main sort of yeah mode of communication it was only when i got into like nursery like kindergarten that i started learning to speak english it wasn't hard to pick up you know being two or three Mm -hmm. you pick up things quite quickly but english is not quite my strong suit even Mm -hmm. though you know i've studied in english institutions for almost 20 years but i was previously an english teacher but you know sometimes you want to be a little creative and Mm -hmm. uh 
sometimes we forget that you know the words that we use don't necessarily mm-hmm. mean the words that we intend to convey to people. Except that was all just a lie because we actually planned this all out. Aha, uh-huh. psych. <laughs> because we very much realize it was on like the palette for the taste and the palette in terms of the artist tool are spelt differently. But we knew that. Yeah, I mean, we, we, it's, it's not like we just went in there and it's like, aha, yeah, we, we, we're totally just winging it. No, it was a calculated move. Exactly. So the connection is they both sound the same and anime is art. And we will actually get into that with a later episode. But if anything, it's a homonym, right? It's, yeah. You know, same pronunciation, wow. not, quite the same, not quite the same spelling, but same pronunciation, different origins and different meaning. Is, is, that, so. what it, is that what it's called? I, I should tell you that my undergrad when I was in college was sociolinguistics. Oh, wow. Snap. Yeah. And I did a you know language studies uh, master's. Yep. So Cool. Hopefully, you know. Put it my, to good use? For for the podcast, yes. That's exactly why I got my master's. <laughs> yeah. It was it was written from the start. Just, so, like, just like how you are doing your biomedical engineering degree so you can really understand uh, the, the, the prosthetics that Violet Evergarden uses, right? Oh, yeah, exactly. exactly that 100%. That. Exactly. 100%. It all comes back to anime. You know, Inspector, there's an amputee there, too, wearing prosthetics. You have been watching that, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, anyways, okay, wait. So we understand that the good anime palette name, it was intentional. We understand that we will then... Keep that into consideration, but it's all set in stone, and you know, whatever, man. Palette is palette, art is food, food is art. Everything's all about taste. Let's move on to talk yeah. about some real anime. Oh, actually, before that, will there is also another thing that we have to address, which is our rating system. So well, before we even go into that, it's like, yeah. why are we even talking about a rating system in the first place? Because don't don't we just use things like my anime list or IMDb or even like Google just to give us like you know an eight out of ten or like a four point mm-hmm. five out of five yeah. or whatever like why, why can't we just use those why do we have to come up with the good anime palette scoring system it's, it's interesting that you mentioned uh, my anime list because you're right there buddy mm, fine uh, the my anime list is one of I guess the main uh, sources of information we use for anime and manga and it just so happens that they rate on a 10 point scale except hardly anybody uses anything below a five so yeah i think we're both in agreement where if a show is trending towards anything below a five like it's an immediate drop it like it's hot right like we don't want to be spending that much time trying to see if there's any merit to watching mm-hmm. the show if it gets any better i mean if we were to even look and use the 10 point scale for my anime list right 10 being a masterpiece nine being great eight being very good seven being good and then six being fine so five is average and everything else underneath is just either bad very bad horrible or appalling right and i don't think we want to have it on our anime and manga resume mm-hmm. that we've been consuming and completing things that are below a five but also sometimes will when we watch a certain show we're like oh this is like between an eight or a nine in terms of the 10 point my enemy list scale but i really wish that there was a 0.5 scale and then it just so happens that actually the 10 point scale can be like if you were to take 
the, the 5 to 10 and then turn it into 0 to 10, you would get essentially that, except the community does not use it. No, it, it's it's very much just, you know, own personal scoring systems. If it was just through... My, I think it's just the fact that the engineers who build the system... Um, are just lazy and they don't want to include decimal points into the calculations because they probably already have an algorithm that mm-hmm. calculates everything. You were to put in decimal points, it would just fuck everything up. So I understand they're not going to implement it, but for the sake of our listeners, for the sake of ourselves, we're going to be sort of taking that sort of 10 point scale, but simplifying it. Exactly. So basically what we're doing is going to do a five star rating system with half stars. And if you want to have context for my anime list, essentially zero stars is a five, five stars is a 10, and then half increments, you can just surmise that it is in between. Just basically like the zero to 10 divided by two. Mm-hmm. That's yep. our scoring. Exactly. And when you hear us reference my anime list scores, we will then explicitly say so and then have our own rating system that way you know which is which it's just to give you extra points of reference because whatever's on the internet it is like one of the easiest ways to understand what you're about to watch but at the same time it's like you look at a show and it says oh this is a 7.5 well okay that's you know below it eight it means it's 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 pretty good but when but our shows that we've watched that on the internet they say it's a seven but for us it's maybe an eight in the rare case, it's a nine too. Where we're like, how the hell did people end up giving the score a much lower score than what we predicted in the first place? So that's why it's like we we like using Mal, but we also know it's very community driven, which means that we do need to give it a little bit more context. And hopefully, through the use of this podcast, it gives you a more sort of a clear image, a clear understanding of you know why we're trying to push for a certain show even if on mal or on imdb or any any country role any, any, anything yeah. like it, it's it's lower than what we say we're not saying we're correct all the time but i am saying we are correct all the time well all right enough of that you know what time it is will it, it is anime time so it's, uh, it's 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 been a pretty uh pretty rough week for me unfortunately yeah uh, there's only been, really been one show that I've actually been keeping up with. Actually, two. Two, to be fair. But one of mm-hmm. them, very, very religiously. Um, it's not hard to guess what it is. It's Attack on Titan. It is so goddamn good. And it's great that they also release it uh, weekly on Netflix, albeit you know a couple days after it gets released in Japan. So it's still, you know, still pretty much up to date. I think they're on episode eight now. So... I don't know what else I need to say to, to tell to tell you people to watch. I, first of all, to all the haters that started like shitting on the studio after like episode five or six, shut the fuck up. I don't I understand. Like watching that episode was so fucking hype. It's been so good ever since that episode. If I, you want to know, it. if you want to know what episode I'm talking about, just watch it, and it's, you'll know. It's on Netflix. It's on fucking Netflix. Speaking of uh, good shows, I have been watching a bunch of shows uh, that I want to give some brief updates and some new shows that I've been watching as well to give some first impressions. I'm guessing you're probably going to be starting off with Horror Mia because, uh, I mean... Still awesome. Still uh, still, still one of your favorites this season, right? Yeah, I mean, probably anime of the season and in contention for anime of the year. Anime of the season 
when you're rolling out Attack on Titan, the final season, alongside it. How about this? That's when, a, that's when, a, when part two comes out. That's a big titan to overcome, dude. Dude, it's Harimiya, man. To be fair, it is it is quite well done. I think it's just I have my own personal biases. As some of you might have heard from our After Dark episode how I feel about certain genres, but Harimiya is pretty good. I would say that. And right now, it's uh, the last episode, there was a turning point, uh, sort of like a, the plot turning point. And it'll be interesting to see how they adapt it. And there are certain characters that will show up after this turning point that I am dying to see and hear. Yeah. So, so I think two shows that you haven't been picking up, definitely watch Attack on Titan, Horimiya. I even say Wonder Egg, too. There's still, oh, yeah, definitely there's Wonder Egg. There's really still no room for us to describe what the show's about because it would just literally give it away. You just have to go in, like, almost like you're blindfolded. Just go in blind, put it on watch it come back to us you know, hey hey we have a twitter page yeah. we have a twitter account we have an email let us know your thoughts really like just go ahead pick up some of the recommendations we have if you like it tell us what you liked about it if you hate it um address it to jason yes and tell him why horimiya sucks yes or address it to me and why attack on titan sucks if that's the case then we'll probably, don't worry i'll, I'll delete that we'll email. probably you'll, you'll never we'll you'll probably never, blacklist you yeah you'll never see it you'll never you'll never see the email so no blacklisting <laughs> everyone I'm, I'm switzerland over here okay yeah 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 so yeah going off on the other stuff i've been watching um you know sells at work black it's still funny it's still good it's actually more funny than original sells at work so if you haven't watched it yet and you want to, you know, you already are caught up with Attack on Titan, Horimiya, Wonder Egg, pick that up. Dr. Mm-hmm. Stone, pretty good as well. Um, I'd say it's it going to take a little bit of time to build up towards, I mean, it's called the Stone Wars. So mm-hmm. it's going to take a little time to build up, but it's it's still entertaining, still informative. And then the last one I wanted to talk about was, uh, well, actually, no, there was two more things I wanted to talk about. Um, one of which was, unfortunately, uh, Skate the Infinity. Um. So we actually had a look at some of the 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 mal ratings, the red the Reddit, uh, the, the Reddit yeah. ratings as well, and I think it was episode three, right? Episode three where it was like the massive spike in terms of its rating. I think it was rated the best episode of that week. So I watched that episode and it was fucking awful. <laughs> I don't understand why the rating jumped so high and then it dropped. By the way, yeah, it, it's actually done worse since that episode and. I, I get if you like Bones. Bones is a great studio. And if we're talking just purely from an animation standpoint, Skate the Infinity looks gorgeous. The only thing that takes it down, and which is why I'm dropping it, is that the dialogue is so garbage. Are you telling me skater boys don't 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 make it happen for you? I'm sorry, but see you later, boy. Like I'm oh. not watching <laughs> I'm not I'm not watching it. I'm sorry. Even uh, yeah. even Avril can't save skate the infinity wow that was a... so that one's a drop yep. unfortunately um i mean what, what, what are we gonna do like it's if you wanted to watch a pretty show just watch horamia i mean yeah definitely right and it's not a slate against bones bones did a great job i just think the writing staff just fucked it that's it i'm sorry but um yeah like that that's i think that's, that's essentially what i've been watching um, Wait, don't you have one more week. thing? Um, well, I mean, are you, are you talking about another thing that both of us have been watching, or no, Promised Neverland, right? Uh, yeah, it's okay, it's decent. 
Yeah, moving on. <laughs> okay, all right. No, I, I think I might have to sort of take back a bit on what I said in the sense that, like, it's slowly building up towards it. And that I guess that's what a build-up is supposed to be. It's supposed to slowly get to your destination. Um, it's, it's slowed down a bit. I can see where, like, you know, when it's done, it's going to be so hype. But there's been, like, four episodes out, and it's an 11-episode season. So that means I would have to wait another seven weeks to get to the point where I'm about to be hype, and that just sounds really dumb. Look, it's it's still it's still a decent show. It's still holding a pretty decent rating on my anime list. I probably rate it a little bit lower, but eh. it'll be interesting to see the anime only content. It's yeah, it's it that's it's not bad so far. I have to say it's been pretty good, mm-hmm. but it's not season one. Uh, yeah, I mean, I love season one. I haven't seen season two, but season one was really good. Yeah, so I guess that's what I... Oh, and I also completely dropped Community Hen. Don't watch that. Okay. There are much better shows to watch. I actually rewatched Other Side Picnic. After a whole two, three weeks of saying you were going to pick it up, you finally picked it up. Was it worth it? So I watched it a while ago, and I thought... It was all right. Not great adaptation, but it did its job, but I'm a bit disappointed. I rewatched it, and it only affirmed my opinion. For example, the 2D and 3D transitions are, like, very obvious, very jarring. And at the end of the day, I think it's all right, but it's just not as horrific or as suspenseful as the manga or light novel makes it out to be from from what I can tell. So it's it's a fine adaptation, but it doesn't really bring anything that I would say is very... that makes it be like, oh, wow, this is the anime that is, like, awesome. So from an animation standpoint, would you say it looks good, looks decent? It's fine. Right. That, that, that That's the best and worst thing I can say about it. So what's funny is that... So it's actually done by Leiden Films. Yes. Which, on one hand, they do Cells That Work Black. And on the other hand, they also did 2016 Berserk. Yes. So, which one is it more of? I mean, do you like the 3D in uh, Berserk? What? What? Are you, are you seriously asking me Sorry, that? that's a rhetorical question. So, <laughs> imagine imagine Cells at Work in 2D, right? Yeah. yeah and yeah, then yeah. imagine the 3D of Berserk had a baby. Yeesh. Okay. All right. There you go. End of story. Uh, right. I will I will see if it gets any better, but I think it's just fine. Yeah. So based on the other stuff that you've been watching too, like would you say that this season is like it, it's a bit much to say it's a season of the isekais, but yeah, because there's like there's like some sequels, there's like mm-hmm. some new stuff as well. Um, is there any, is there anything else that you've picked up this season? Definitely. So speaking of isekais, I watched. Maybe maybe like a, a, a quick rundown of what an isekai is. Oh, that, that's correct. So isekai is a translation of, I think it means literally another world. And usually what this means is people in modern day, modern life, they get transported to this other world. Mm. Whether it is sometimes they just get transported, you know, like a ray of light or whatever. Or they die and they get reincarnated. Like, that's a whole thing. And this genre has been 
picking up so much steam in yeah. the past half decade or so. Even more so. <laughs> like, when was, I think, the first major one that really made a lot of impact? I mean, Isekai have lasted since the dot hack anime days. But are, are we are we just gonna ignore Digimon? Yeah, okay, yeah, because because that was yeah. Isekai as fuck. Yeah, yeah, that, of course. I would say Sao though, Sword Art Online. That, that's the one that put it on the map for sure. But of course, like parallel worlds, virtual worlds, whether it's like science fiction or fantasy themed, like they have been running for a couple of decades. Yeah, and Isekai's, for example, have. Oh, it's like you're living in a video game world. I or, mean, to be fair though, like the isekais themselves have roots in like even older stories. Like for example, like Alice, yeah. like, they threw the Looking Glass as well, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, that they, yes. a lot of light novels, a lot of um, manga and games draw inspiration from those kinds of books. So mm-hmm. you know, it's 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 not you know, it, 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 would you say it's like what is it like? It's it's a pretty stale but well established genre, yeah. is what I would say. Yeah. So it's it's really popular. Yeah. It's really freaking popular. And this anime season had a slime isekai, but the one that I watched was they it's called So I'm a Spider So What, also known as the Spider Isekai. And how do I describe it? It is a high school high school girl who gets reincarnated as a spider. And I know when I say it like that, it's like, what is this? Is this anime? Like, what is going on? This is this is bullshit. Basically, when you think of the isekai genre and they get reincarnated, you become this hero that is overpowered, that has all these abilities. It's like a wish fulfillment power fantasy. But our main protagonist got reincarnated as a spider. And it's very interesting because... I read the manga as well because it's based on the manga. And the manga drew the spider quite differently than the chibi version, which is like the cutesy version of the anime. The 3D is also very prominent in the anime, and it's all right. Nothing nothing terrible, but nothing great. But what I would say is really good is the voice actress, uh, Aoi Yuki. And she did, she's like, do you like the wind lolly girl in uh, One Punch Man? Uh, yeah. Do you you like the frog girl? Oh, yeah. Asui from My Hero Academia? Yes. So she voices the... Yeah, Froppy was... mm -hmm. And it's just very vibrant, very cutesy. And also the protagonist is written in a way that's really smart. Because, you know, it's like the zombie thing of... Oh, wow, what is this thing that's lunging towards me? Oh, and it's like, as a viewer, you're just like, this is a zombie. You're in a zombie apocalypse. So the main protagonist of the Spider Sakai is the same thing. It's like, wow, I got reincarnated as a spider. This sucks. All right, let's try to see what I can do about this. It's just smartly written. It's a parody off of the Isekai genre, and it's just, it's fun. So you, this this one of the season you you would recommend? Oh uh, yeah, I would recommend if you don't want to read the manga, you're just watching anime. It's 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 a, it's it's a decent watch for sure, right. and I will continue to watch it to see how it goes. There's a kind of a twist towards the end of the first episode, so 
it'll be interesting to see where they go from there. Yeah. Well, I mean, like as as we mentioned as well, right? You know, this is kind of like the season of the new and the old Isekais. I mean, you've got you know ReZero going on. You've got um, Dropless Reincarnation, which is a show that we do want to get into, but we've got a lot on our plate already. Yep. Um, as you mentioned, both Spider and Slime Isekai. Now, th- th- there is one that I do want to ask, and I'm not quite sure whether it falls within the Isekai um, genre. Um, I think you have been watching it. It's um, something about boonies. Okay, so it is not an isekai, but it is based on a light novel. So light novels, for the uninitiated, have a tendency to have really long titles. And titles that are very... It's... Okay. You ready for this title? Will? Will? Hit me with it. Okay. The title of the anime and the light novel is called... Suppose a kid from the last dungeon boonies moved to a starter town. Yes. That is the actual title and also the plot synopsis of that anime. And it stars this uh, young boy who is the weakest in this village that is housed outside of the last dungeon that has all these monsters that can destroy the world, like apocalyptic so he is the weakest in the village, and he decides to set out into the rest of the world to see what's out there. And it just so happens that even though he is the weakest in the village, compared to the general populace of the world, he is by far insanely strong. But because he doesn't have a lot of self-esteem, self-confidence, he he's very pure-hearted. So it's just gag comedy of this person just doing all these miraculous things shocking and awing everyone around him and he's just being like oblivious to it like innocent and oblivious it's kind of funny there is a there is a witch that is sort of like a uh another supporting character that's really expressive and funny Uh, that's about it i can say it's it it's a decent time i would watch spider isekai over the boonies um i don't even know how you would shorten this this anime but shorten is in like the name yes shorten? yeah exactly yeah that's not to be fair though like we we've seen some light novel titles and that's not even the longest one no i'm sure if you google it you will oh there's some like there's for example this one which is um i am a high school boy and a successful light novel author by being strangled by a female classmate who is a voice actress and is younger than me Wait, you're. That's a title. That's a title. Okay, I'll, I'll deal with it. I'll There's deal other with ones it. too, which is like, uh, you know, uh, while killing slimes for 300 years, I became the max level unknowingly, or reborn as a vending machine. <laughs> okay, to be fair though, the the, the slime one, I th- I heard they're, they're either doing an anime adaptation of it or they have done it and it was okay. I I I, I don't remember because all these blend together, so. But what I will say is that this light novel adaptation of um, the kid from the last Dungeon Boonies moved to a starter town is all right. Yeah. If, if there's anything you need to know, usually whenever you see like light novel titles, like for example, when you were talking about Spider Isekai, Slime Isekai, the full name itself is is much longer than just calling it title Isekai. That's why we have to shorten it. That's why everyone shortens it. Yeah. So. Like for example, like um, a really popular show, um, Bunny Girl Senpai. Right? The fucking whole name itself. Wait, wait, hold on. Is it 
Rascals does not dream of Bunny Girl Senpai. Yes. Got it. Bingo. Nice. Uh, your medal's in the mail. Good show, though. That that actually is a good show. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's related to this other one, which is um, the asshole in the spring of his life does not dream of an upperclassman in the bunny suit. This is a family-friendly podcast. Well, no, this is a light novel. This is a regular. <laughs> this is this is a light novel. There's other ones too, which is the probability I can kill my wife without being found out. Oh my god! Or I we want do to do not condone this. Or I want to eat your pancreas. Uh. I want to eat your pancreas is or actually... I a- saved too many girls and caused the apocalypse. Okay, I, okay I, I see where you're going with this. We can go on forever. We. It's dear, a fun time. Dear a- light novel artists, uh, authors, why? Why? <laughs> why do you make it so difficult? Like, if, if imagine you go to the library. It's like, where you go to like a bookstore. It's like, oh, I want to pick out a book. Uh, okay, sure, sure, sure. What are you looking for? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for. Um, uh, I, a demon lord, took a slave elf as my wife. But how do I love her? First yeah. of all, damn, dude. Like you really want to? You, you really want the police to get here? <laughs> Yo, hey, hey. I can hear the FBI knocking on the door. You know? Yeah, I just pressed a button underneath the table. The silent <laughs> alarm. Yeah, so just, just, just simple titles. Come on. Just, it's like the the titles themselves are literally the synopsis of the fucking novel. <laughs> okay, here is our suggestion with light novel titles, and then we will move on. Yeah, you play a drinking game where is this a light novel title, or you're just making shit up? Yeah, it's a great drinking game. You get drunk really fast. Uh, I I'd probably go blind at that point. Okay. By the way, by the way, another thing. If okay, we're now moving on to news. It's a good segue. I wish I could unsee X arm. Uh so have we have we talked about X arm in the first episode? We yeah, did. yeah, we did. We did. We, did. we, we talk- dropped it like it's hot. Yeah. Speaking of that, like eight minutes in into the, into the episode, that is. It's kind of those things where it's like maybe carbon monoxide poisoning isn't so bad. Oh Jesus! It is absolutely. God awful. So then we thought we were done with it. We thought that that was like okay, just don't just just let it die by itself. No, no, no. Your boy XR made the news. <laughs> so if 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 people don't give a shit about XR, we we don't give a shit either. But. Perfect. But so we we harped on how it was done really poorly how they managed to not only fuck up the 3d animation but also the 2d animation and just had to put it together i think they just ran out of budget like in a way it makes berserk 2016 look like a masterpiece okay, so, so we probably should give some context here what happened in the anime is at the beginning of the third episode which i watched the first t- 10 seconds it happens two characters who are female kiss but there is this weird kind of like ray of light it's a light yeah that that censors the lips touching well that's the thing you say censor so the reason why it was done was because as we've mentioned how incompetent the studio is in animating this 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 series they weren't able to actually animate lips kissing Yes. They could not get the mouths to actually move in the way that it made kissing look 
natural. And it makes sense because they never actually had characters who had their mouths closed at all throughout the series. And I think it's theorized that the reason why the ray of light happened was because if they didn't show the light, they will show the two polygonal models clipping into one another. If he ever like had like two dolls and you just like, you just smack their heads together, that's kind of what it was. Just but except it, it goes through each other for a little bit. Yeah. So hey, look. I mean, they're a shit studio. They weren't able to actually make it work. Fine. Cool. Except not cool because word is on the internet now that it's being perceived as extremely homophobic. Yes. Because of the fact that it's two female characters kissing and the light censors it. No, but Will, one of them is actually the main male character in Jesus like Christ. the, the body watched... of the android. Yeah, so then when they ki- when to... they kissed it, when they kissed, they exchanged genetic information. So then you know, all that I said is absolutely one hundred percent true. By the way, so research people, research. Back onto the whole supposed homophobia thing. It's actually sad, but also hilarious that. The studio was so incompetent with the animation quality that their incompetence came off as just pure gay bashing. Like, it just came off as just pure homophobia. How is this possible? I mean, obviously it happens, so it's possible. But it's just like, I just... Like, the bar is underground for X-Arm, and they managed to keep digging. That's why I had to see it. I was like... How bad can it be? You're, you're a stronger man than I am. I, I could not bear myself to watch any more of X-Arm, even if it meant to see like how stupid that little censored kiss was. Okay, so... Uh, you Will, did the research, so... Yeah, I did the research. So, Will, what is the next step up from X-Arm that they're going to pu- pull off or mess up? It, in your expert opinion. <laughs> um... Honestly, I think the next move they do is the, the studio just goes bankrupt and they cancel the rest of the season. I think that would. I mean, I don't. We I we don't wish w- no, ill no, on here's people. The thing. We we don't we don't want studios to fail. It's just more that if this if the product's out, we should be given a fair chance to give our opinion of it. And this is not opinions just of our own. Exactly right. I mean, we're literally reporting the news back to you. From other viewers of this anime. Uh, Will is staring into my eyes, and I feel attacked. You did the research. I did do the research. So so that's X-Harm for until, I don't know, what was it? We watched episode one. This is episode three. So episode five, we will get back to you on the next controversy. I, I wonder what it will be next. Maybe, like, because I, I keep seeing Reddit posts of people saying, you know what, this episode wasn't so bad. It's like, really? What did you watch right before to give it a fucking, like, 5 out of 10 reviews? Like, there must have been something else you watched. You, you probably, like, what you do is you wash your palate, and you watch Mars of Destruction before every single episode to remind yourself, hey, 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 there is still one thing that's worse than X-Arm, except both of them are, like, literally .01 points away from each other in terms of the rankings on Mal. Crunchyroll is doing great. <sighs> yeah, that That's another thing that's we need a, to talk that's, about. That's a whole other... Uh, we, we do plan on touching on that in depth at some point. Yeah. But my God. Yeah. 
So we've talked about you know the news. Unfortunately, the news that we have is it's not all that groundbreaking, but it's more just to show the ineptitude of the studio behind XARM and how wonderful things are going for Crunchyroll right now. But you know we'll get back to Crunchyroll at a later time. What so, we want to do now is to you know ring in the new year, ring in twenty twenty one. We never really actually gave twenty twenty one a proper welcome, but in order to give it a proper welcome, you really have to say goodbye. To fucking 2020. Yes, we do have to say goodbye to 2020. So what we're going to do is, I think we're going to take a short break. But after yeah. we come back, we will this, get... this is going to be a heavy episode. Oh, we're going to go in depth. We're not going to go too long, but we 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 just need to collect our thoughts and really make sure that we we say our piece because a, a lot of shit has happened in the past 12 months, and we want to do it as much service as possible to, to cover mm-hmm. the, the major talking points, the major discussions of 2020 and try and bring some some hope and some joy and see what you can look forward to. You know, we talked about some of the good anime we've watched in the past month. Why don't we also try and see what we can improve on from 2020 and make 2021 a better year? Yeah, and not only that, but we actually read and watched a lot of anime and manga will and we'll we'll get into that it happens when you have to you have nothing to do but stay indoors yeah, exactly right restaurants closed gyms closed you can't travel outside you can't be in parties of more than two people well i mean i, I mean that that that, no, is... that means actually what we could do is if we go outside and we go on like a little hike we don't have to wear masks and we could also have crunchy roll playing in the background so we can be watching anime as we're hiking outdoors hey that's not true activity we can do. Why are you looking at me like that? Why are you looking at me like I'm crazy? Because you're perfectly sane, Will. <laughs> That's exactly what we should do. All right. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, we'll come back to you in just a few moments uh, after this commercial break. Commercial? Uh, this is where you put in the, the Genshin ah, Impact stuff. Great. Okay. Cool. Got it. Catch you guys soon. Later. So we ran through uh, quite a few things earlier in terms of the shows we've been watching, a little bit of news, albeit you know terrible news. But this is the time where we get into the crunchy topic of episode two, which is... Actually, it's not episode two. It's uh, well, episode. episode two in my mind, because we've done two episodes. But by that, your that logic, is it is also correct. Numbering purposes, episode one. We're going to be talking about 2020. You know, a retrospective of what the fuck was going on in the past year. So, what the fuck was going on in the past year, Will? Well, I'm not sure if you've, uh, if you're aware of this this thing called COVID nineteen. I mean, I've looked out the window several times. Yeah, looked out the window and saw nothing because there's nothing going on. You can't go outside. You can't, you know, have dinners. You can't go to the theaters without feeling a little bit unsafe. You can't. You can't even go to a park. Like there, there are so many things now that have been locked down that what else are you going to do but stay home and watch anime, right? But as we've seen, you know, COVID goes beyond just, you know, our own daily lives. It's also 
wreaked havoc on the anime industry. Mm-hmm. So Definitely. last year has just been a very troublesome time for a lot of major studios, a lot of studios in general. Um, so, you know, if, if you know how this works in terms of, you know, anime releases throughout the year, there are four seasons, right? Mm-hmm. You're starting off with, is it start with fall or start with, with winter? Start winter. Winter, right? Because so, the yeah. winter goes from 2020 to 2021. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, so you go from winter to spring, then summer, and then fall. So, last year, a lot of shows were slated to release uh, in orderly fashion, but because of COVID, hell is shit got pushed back. Yeah, I think I did a rough tabulation, and I might be wrong, but if we were to include anime, whether it is TV series or movies, and I think children's shows, I think we got up to like 80-something, like 87, something like that. And so this is like spanning across every single season, so then you can imagine, if things weren't coming out, a lot of seasons were quite barren. Right, yeah. It felt kind of empty at times, right? Like, if we were to look into, for example, like... Well, to be fair, starting off with Winter 2020, there were actually quite a bit of... Uh, there, were, there were quite a few good shows coming out. I think that was because it was in the pipelines already. And this is also, like, stuff that came in, like, in January, like, February, like, right before COVID really kicked off, right? So, yeah. if we were to just to pick up a few names, um, the, the first parts of um, Haikyuu to the top... Uh, real gun. great, great show, great, great show. You say I have still yet to go and watch it. Um, other things though, right? Like ID Invaded, um, Somali, uh, Runway, uh, Isaacan, one of my favorites, Dora Hedero, <laughs> a cult favorite, I would say. Darwin's Game, that one was that's also- a cult favorite. There, people really like the show, but it's 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 a death battle, right? Death battle anime, usually battle royale, yeah, those things do well. But for kids. Yeah, I, I didn't like watch Like, kiddie it. version of Battle Royale. I feel like if you've already watched Battle Royale, you watch anything of that ilk, like, you don't really need to watch Darwin's Game. But if you like it, sure, go ahead and watch it. So, it started off strong. Spring 2020 was okay as well, right? You had Kaguya-sama, you had Fruits Basket, Bookworm, Kingdom. Uh, the first of the Crunchyroll Webtoon collaborations, Tower of God... Uh, I think the final season of Food Wars. That was also, yes, yes. yeah. And then there was another one of those Battle Royale shows, Gleipnir. Yep. Um, so the first couple of quarters, right? A couple of seasons, not bad. But I think you and I agree that summer 2020 was was awful. Yeah, I mean, at that point, because a lot of anime shows stopped. Like, they were in the middle of the season, and then they were like, hey, uh, we can't pump out any more episodes because of COVID. We will put it on hiatus and come back, hopefully, in the fall. And some did. But, for example, Slime Isekai was supposed to be coming out in 2020 and got pushed all the way to 2021, which is now airing. But it was slated to appear last year. In fact, if anything, they made it a big deal last year. I think, in, actually, not last year, 2019, where they would announce 365 days of slime. Because literally, it was slime season two, then some sort of spinoff, another spinoff, and then back to slime OG series again. And none of that happened until, like, I guess now. Yeah, I even think, like, was it... It was either Fire Force or ReZero where they were going to air an episode in... 
winter or f- or spring, and then they had to push it back a couple months. I think it might have been ReZero, um, part one of the second season, and then right. now we're in part two of the second season. Still not watching it. I'm I'm not touching that shit. I'm I'm not touching it. Yeah. So it 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 still sucked, but I mean th- some things did come out. I mean like well, <laughs> unfortunately shit like um like Fire Force, um uh, like Sword Art Online. The second of the webtoon collaborations, God of High School, Misfit of the Demon King, um, Decadence. That was, I think, that was okay, yeah. That, I that watched, was, that, I was watched. that was a hit for you, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't like top top, but it was a decent surprise for sure. A decent surprise. And Snafu came out that season as well. Oh my god, I have yet to finish it. Oh, but season one and two are so. Season two especially is like so good. Right. So, so you saw right like uh, summer twenty twenty was a result of shows being pushed back, meaning that they had to be aired later. Um, that also meant that it was clashing with a few other shows that were slated to come out that season. So it was kind of a poor showing, but not because of the fact the anime industry was lacking. It was just right. the fact that. Everyone was hit hard by COVID. Um, you we, you start seeing some recovery. I think you know firms uh, were able to find ways to circumvent um, you know being in the studios, but at the same time, it also meant that people are working overtime from home. And yeah. as we've seen, you know, I've done it before with my job as well. Working from home, it can be done, but it can be uh, it, it brings its own problems. I think. It was fall of 2020 when things started to pick back up, whether it is COVID has calmed down a bit in certain countries or people are just getting more used to it because they have now been accustomed to working from home or working around the pandemic. So I think fall, for example, Q season four, or they call it to the top uh, season two, which is basically season four, part two. That came out. Awesome show. Awesome finale. Jujutsu Kaisen came out. Golden Kamui Season 3. I still need to get over the 3D bears from Season 1. But once I get over it, I'm sure it's good. It, it, it's getting some pretty decent reviews, um, at least for this season. So if you can get over the 3D bears, it should be a decent showing. Uh, there was also stuff like um, like Over the Moon for You. Yeah. Um, Sleepy Princess. A regular Metric High School. Did I get that name correct? Yes. There's that one. The, the Visitor Arc. I, I, I don't know much about the show other than the not so good stuff yeah but we need to spend a little bit of time on this season because i would say it's the big three of fall 2020 at least for me i I think for you as well i would actually even go far to say one of those anime that you're gonna mention is probably top not like number one number two maybe not but definitely very good highlight Almost like a good kind of swan song to 2020. Yeah. I, oh, well, I mean, of course, like one of the one of the shows which you just mentioned as well, Jujutsu Kaisen, rightly belongs in that conversation. It's still airing um, because I think they took like a one or two week break, and then like the second part of the of the season is is, is now airing. Yeah. Um, you, which you can watch uh, on Netflix, Netflix yep. Japan. So you know, there's still ways to be able to watch it if you can't access it with regular Netflix. Uh, whether it's in Hong Kong or I don't think the U.S. as well. I think it's on Crunchyroll, though. That's too. If you just don't want to go through the VPN thing, just watch it on, on Crunchyroll. Um, so Jujutsu Kaisen, for sure, absolute must-watch. Before we get into like the, the, the major hit, though, yes. the, the sleeper, yes. uh, let's talk about Moriarty. 
Yeah, I like Moriarty a lot. Moriarty was fun. It was a fun show. It's not perfect, but it was uh, every week we were, yeah, let's let's watch this. If you like Sherlock, you would appreciate the wittiness that goes into Moriarty the Patriot as well. I, I'd say it's... It, and it's, it's just brutal. It's it's a fun watch. It is fun. But that was just part one. Part two is coming out in April. Yeah, that's correct. And we will be watching it. Yep. But a show that you should be watching. And I've managed to get a few friends on it. I think you you also got me onto this as well. It's fucking Akudama Drive. So good. It's insane how good that show is. And it just came out of fucking nowhere, too. I remember this because I was like, I watched the first episode. And I was like, Will's got to see watch this. And I remember talking to you over Discord and you were like, hey. The f- what the fuck is this? I was like. And it was like, you've seen it already, Jason. You saw the first episode. Why? Like, why? It's like, I was like, Will, just watch this first episode with me. I'll watch it again. It doesn't matter. And at the end of the first episode, if you're not sold, forget I mentioned it, but it's not going to happen. We will watch the rest of this. And then when you found out, I think it in the middle of the first episode, you were Googling it and you found out the studio. <laughs> it was fucking Studio Piero. <laughs> Of Tokyo Ghoul Infamy. Okay, yeah, we'll also get into that too as well. Right. But it's weird. It's it's like the 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 studio themselves. They're also known to have done um, Naruto, right? That's another show which is you know kind of polarizing in terms of yes, it's super popular, but they also did terribly when it came to rolling out filler arcs. Um, they're also behind um, Black Clover. Some also like really well received shows like Polar Bear Cafe, as well as um, what's the other one? Oh, the other show that was uh, oh, Kingdom. Kingdom was another one that was also done by them too. Um, so they do some good things, but it's not mm-hmm. like a studio that I would say, oh, if we're watching a show by Piero, it's got to be good. There were so many red flags. It's an anime original done by Studio Piero. I had no prior knowledge of what the show would be. It, it just seemed like a recipe for disaster. It, it seemed like you were just trolling me. Yes. And also, it, the aesthetics are like Danganronpa. But it's so goddamn good. It is so good. It's so good. It's it's just it's just crazy. It's it's just basically cyberpunk, like seven seven samurais, seven deadly sins. You just get just a, a, a bunch of criminals trying to take over a, an authoritarian society, and it's steampunk, not steampunk, cyberpunk. And there's violence, and there's gore. It's just, and there's a heist. And it's a very realistic retelling of what Osaka would look like in like 20, 30 years' time. Like a lot of the landmarks and monuments within Osaka, for, for myself, like I, I've, I've been to the Kansai region quite a lot. So being able to see the, the towers, being able to see like the, the food markets, the Dutton Bridge, but like in a cyberpunk filter in anime was so cool. I fucking loved it. Um, mm-hmm. And then, of course, you know, watching the show itself, I we, we we won't go into it. Just just watch the show. Yeah, we were looking forward to it every week. We watched it. I don't lo- think we missed a schedule. I think we just literally just watched it. Every like it's like time. we had to wait and watch this. Oh, it's coming out in an hour. Let's just wait and chill for a bit. What's good about this though is like a lot of times the reason like before where I didn't go into seasonal shows was because. If I found a good show, I wanted to binge it. I wanted to be able to complete it as quickly as possible. Just, you know, get into my, you know, get into my system, watch it, move on to the next one. Rather than waiting week after week of 
okay, maybe it's hype, but the momentum's kind of died down. It, it never died down with Akudama Drive. No. I think maybe one episode is a little bit slower, but like one out of 12 episodes, and every single episode was just high octane, which was just great. Yeah, and I feel like some people don't like the ending. I thought it was poetic. It was really, it was, it was, it was really nice. It's, it's just good. It's, it's a, a good it, show. It's a super surprise. And I, well, I don't know what else to say other than just watch it and be the judge. Yeah, let us know. Yeah, just just write to us. Let us know what you. We're think. We're not swindling you, if you know if you know what I mean, Will. Ah, good inside joke. Yeah, there you go. Go watch Akadama Drive. You'll yeah. know what I mean. Yeah. So th- that's generally like you know, was released over the past year, um, as you can see, certain seasons more barren than others, but the studios were still trying to. You know, at least find some sort of normality, trying to at least adhere to their work schedules and continue to pump out the good content they were supposed to be pushing out just at a later date. But I have to say, Will, 2020 has no has its fair share of shit. Crap. And I would say this year, despite the pandemic, had some pretty bad anime out there. <laughs> Shall we get into this, Will? Uh, you you know that I personally don't want to spend much time not only talking about, but also like watching terrible anime. But, I mean, it was slim pickings last year, right? We, we, we just had to watch something. Look, don't watch Ghost in the Shell Standalone Complex 2045. Oh, my God. Just don't. I mean, if it wasn't for X-Arm, it, was, it would have been 2045 as... The worst display of 3D. Probably, yeah. I I, I, I would attest to that. Like yeah. the thing is, it's like you would have to put in like a monumental pile of horse shit to beat that. But X Arm came up and said, "Hold my beer." So, just don't watch it. Watch any of the other Ghost in the Shell stuff. Even watch the original movie. Just I, twenty forty five does not exist for all I care. Yeah. But do you know what does exist, though? Yeah, Tokyo Sinks 2020. Yeah, I was going to say. Oh, my God. Okay, so I think if you've watched, like, the previous episodes, you will know how much I love Masaki Yuasa. I mean, he was the brain behind some of my favorite shows, like Tatami Galaxy, Isaacan, um, Ping Pong, some of, like, my top shows of all time. This was supposed to be his swan song. Like, this was actually the, the last show, I think, that he was going to be doing with his studio, Science Saru, uh, before moving on to do his own other projects. So, Japan Sinks 2020 takes place in 2020, in which the city gets rocked by a heavy earthquake. And this, the city just gets decimated. Um if it sounds like Tokyo Magnitude 8.0, it's because it's essentially the same thing. That was also a show which I dropped in like the first five or six episodes. You went that far. Yeah. Well, I went further with Tokyo Magnitude than with Japan Sinks 2020. My God, it was absolutely terrible. Like, I understand when you're like talking about shows which have like, you know, natural disasters or like, zombies or monsters or whatnot it's always the the focus is not so much what's happening with like the disasters but the human side the humans in this show are really fucking annoying wasn't there a 
guy in a wheelchair shooting a bow. Uh, yep. Yeah. And then apparently one of the saviors in the show was a famous YouTuber who's also a recluse. Um, and just wears headphones half the time and some reason. I never got Is it that plugged part. into anything? Uh, yeah, it's plugged into a Zune, I think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, wow. I'm, I'm, I'm joking. Oh but it, but but the, the thing is, like, I never watched enough of it to appreciate it. It was a steaming pile of crap. I know there are people who finished it, watched it, and liked it. That's not me. I'm sorry. Now, I mean, is it worse than... 2045? I don't know. I never watched 2045. I refuse to. So it's like I watched 2045 one episode and was like, nah. And then you, I said, don't watch it. And then I said, how's Japan Sinks? I Tokyo watched, Sinks 2020. And you're just like. I watched two. It's Japan Sinks. Japan yeah, Sinks. I, oh, my God. My I, bad. I watched two episodes and they had to drop it. It, it was not worth our time. As much as there were also other shows that came out um, during the last year and that. We either did watch a little bit and then just dropped it, or we just knew not to touch it with a 10-foot pole. So some of them included, for example, like Interspecies Reviewer. Okay, okay, wait, wait. This was a, this was a show that you know I know we're family-friendly, you know, with a couple of F-bombs and shit, but we're not going to be talking about Interspecies Reviewer. Wait, really? We're not? Not in the sense that we're going to be talking about what the show is. More just why it's... Why it's been pulled by a lot of, a lot of companies, by a lot of channels from broadcast. It's yeah. If you want to seek it out, you can seek it out. We'll just let's just move on to Peter Grill. All right. Catch us in an after dark episode if we do decide to talk about it. Yeah, sure. Peter Grill, though. Um, I think <laughs> that is, this is all you, buddy. Peter Grill is like, it's like a human. It's like interspecies, but not the reviewing part. And I was just like, what is this dumb ass fuckery? <laughs> Dear Anime Studios, don't do a Peter Grill. They they did. I know. Learn from learn from history. I mean uh, Ninja Collection was good too, right? Oh god damn, that was fucking awful too. Oh god. Rent a girlfriend. That was another show that came out. So some of our mutual friends quite like Rental Girlfriend. And it's very popular. I don't care for it. How's it compared to Domestic Girlfriend? We have yet to finish that, but I I think Domestic Girlfriends is trashy in a way that is just like good. It's it's <laughs> it's it's like reality TV, except it's not reality it's scripted but so here's the thing about reality tv so um my girlfriend and i have actually been watching a couple of shows recently um for example catching up on um last year i think last year's show um indian matchmaking um as well as bling empire on netflix i don't know what any of these are both of them are trashy reality tv shows but for some reason they just know how to drag you back in um so yes i do watch stuff that's not anime occasionally too and i actually do not watch anything that is well, I mean, I you're do. you're you're a purist. I understand that. No, but I just anime is my life. You just don't want to muddy the waters. I, I don't that. want to muddy, muddy the waters. Don't want to spend time away from anime and manga. But will should we actually maybe say the plot summary of some of these? No, right? No, it's no. just not. There's not worth our time. Let, not, let's let's talk about some stuff that came out last year that was actually good. All right. So how about this? We just talked about some of the 
notable animes that came out in yeah. 2020. Akadama Drive, Jujutsu Kaisen, mm-hmm. definitely watch those. And, and those we watched together. How about the ones you watched on your own? Like Dodo Hedro. Do I need to say anything else? If you listen to my uh, to my list on the last uh, After Dark episode, you will know how much I love Dora Hedero. God damn, this shit is good. So good that I actually started reading some of the first couple volumes of the manga, and it's just as good. I think in, in, yeah. in terms of translating the artwork into animation, MAPPA did a fucking good job. Really, really good. I fucking love Dora Hedero. Good show. Uh, a show that we both watched um, that kind of came out of nowhere as well, ID Invaded. It's an original too. Yeah, I think ID Invaded was was a fun watch. It was fun. It, we by no means we, perfect. We didn't watch it while it aired. I think we watched it a couple. I think we watched it the months. next season. I think we watched it in the fall, and it came out. Yeah. Actually, can, when did it come out? Well, uh, doing we, some live googling right now. Well, we, no, we 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 watched it. Um, you don't know? Can't remember? I think we watched it like in the middle of the year, like in the summer. It came out in the beginning of the year. It came out in, I think, winter. Okay, then that makes sense because we skipped. Yeah, it makes sense. We watched it in the summer. It's it's like min- it's, it's Minority Report. Yeah, so it, 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 exactly. It's pretty much that. Um, actually, I just have some news for you. I'm not sure if you knew this. Yeah? There's a follow-up series to ID Invaded. Yeah. I know. Break Broken or something? ID Indeed. <laughs> what? It started airing oh. on Netflix, actually. Wait, what? Hold. hold. Sorry. Yeah, Do we have it, to stop the podcast and it, I have to check this out? It's done by the same studio. In fact, like the first episode came out last month. Okay. Okay. I'll tell you what. What are you doing tonight? We'll, it, it, we'll, we'll, we'll catch up on this. We'll watch it. We'll get back to you in the next episode. Yeah, we'll report that. Good. We'll report back. Yeah. So moving on to the other shows that we've watched. Um, so I actually wrote sort of like a bullet point list of all the anime I consumed in 2020. Because working from home, or for me at least, I was taking classes at home. I was just in front of my computer all day doing schoolwork and watching anime and reading manga at the same like not at the same time because that's just crazy even though i do did do that kind of but the point is i tabulated my anime consumption just anime consumption alone that list is long will that list is super long i and i'm i i wouldn't say i am proud of it but my god was it wonderful I think especially given the fact that there weren't as many shows airing uh, on time or even like when the season did roll out, you know, there was nothing really like of interest. I think every night, like last year, every season, there are at most three shows that we were watching that mm-hmm. was like airing. So that meant that, you know, if we're at home, we have Netflix, we have Hulu, we have Funimation. You have lunch breaks. Yeah. I have like breaks from studying. Yeah. So it's like this is probably the perfect time to be catching up on shows that we've had on our to watch lists but never really pulled the trigger for one one reason or another. Yeah, and the thing is it is interesting because I haven't gone that hardcore into anime, believe it or not. And because that there was only so much seasonal stuff I can watch each season, 
there my backlog it just keeps increasing 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 and i think with you until rather recently you have been kind of taking a break from anime as well yeah well i mean before that there'd be always i was crunching a lot of shows i mean last year i finally watched ghost in the shell i finally watched standalone complex yeah it took long enough for me to get into mm-hmm. that um but also i was also um, i finally um finished off the the fate series in terms of yep. like the, in terms of the TV shows, not the movies yet, because those ones aren't out. So uh, we'll be watching those when they do come out. Um, other shows I watch, I mean, some with you, some of my own, like you know, Doctor Stone, Gerara, Dordo, um, uh, Black Lagoon, Cross Ange. That one's we Cross Ange. We, we, we will is, talk about that dope. at some point. We will talk about it somewhat. I watched a lot, but I will just say a highlights, and I'll start with a banger. Five seasons of Sinful Gear. This is all you, so I, I'm I'm gonna take a break from this. Just listen to right, let's go. Listen to listen to Jason's okay, silk, so. sultry voice and talk about Sinful Gear. My voice is not that sexy, but I'll try my best. So basically, what is Sinful Gear? That is such a good question, Will. Yeah, what what the fuck is Sinful Gear? Come on, man. Five seasons for this. Why would anyone want to watch this? So it's like, you know, magical girls like Sailor Moon. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. Imagine that with Gurren Lagen absurdity mixed with idol singing, battling monsters, and brutality. You get sinful gear. So I remember this was probably four or five months ago. Oh, I remember this. Yeah, you, I know what you, you're going to say. You were like, if if there was a clip that encapsulated what Sinful Gear is, it's this five minute clip. Actually, it was it was the it was the opening scene of the third season. Yeah, and after watching it, I was like, I feel like I've already watched all five seasons. Now, of course, if what Jason said interests you, you really should go and watch okay. it. At the very least, just watch the first scene opening scene of the third season you don't need any context it would spoil a little bit but if it gets you to watch the show or understand what the show is about just watch it it is i don't know how to explain it it is so crazy and the last season the final season which uh is good i don't know like when i try to describe my fondness of sinful gear no one understands me Hopefully, someone on the internet does. I'm sure that there is, but there's probably someone patting themselves in the back for being. You know what? I also watch Sinful Gear. Mad respect, Jason. Don't worry, right? Jason. I got you. I got you. But if I could even convert one person to check out the opening scene of season three, well, come on, please, somebody out there, just watch it. Wouldn't you, okay, wouldn't you say it's crazy? I'm just gonna wait like to tomorrow just to have a look at our. Our Twitter DMs and you know our our our, 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 email. our email just to see if someone out there has listened to your plea and come back and said, "Yeah, don't worry, Jason, I got you. I fucking got you." <laughs> I mean, I also watched Railgun. That was another one that I I mean I didn't watch. You did though. So. Um, heard lots of plenty of good things about Railgun, which is funny because it's a spinoff of a light novel series called A Certain Magical Index. Which is basically science versus magic fighting one another. And a certain scientific railgun is the science 
about a uh, side character in the Magical Index being the main character in Railgun. And I heard lots of good things. And I think season three, I think Railgun T aired in 2020. Or uh, Railgun S, I keep forgetting. And Just type Railgun and Google it. And it's really good. It is really good. And there's so much good stuff that I watched. Well, I mean, what else did we watch, Will? Uh, well, I mean, we talked about Cross Ange for a minute, and I said we would talk about it another time, but do you want to just break down what Cross Ange is? So if I were to say dragon to, to, to you guys, the listeners... It's basically a Yuri mecha with idol singing and some magic and dragons wait don't you mean simple gear that's i mean that's why like i can see why you like simple gear because you also really like cross Ange. i really like cross Ange. yeah but cross Ange is trashy in a way that is good it's so good it's funny do you because- remember do you remember that one episode where we were just like okay this is pretty brutal this is like this is dark this is dark and then there was that one episode do you remember? Yeah, I know which one you're talking about. And then we I think were it's episode twelve. Twelve, yes. Like one, if if it's the same one that I'm thinking, it's when like the whole tone just gets insanely depressing, and then because it, it involves uh, yeah. two main heroines, and this is right before the rescue arc. Yes. Yes, I know which one you're talking about. Uh, again, no, this this is something that you'll have to take our word for. Just take over. Just just watch Cross Edge. We yeah. watch all watch Bookworm. Bookworm. Bookworm was Bookworm was interesting. Again, I'm not like a big, just like I'm not really big, SOL fan, like a size of life fan. I'm also not too hot on Isekai. Though last year I did end up watching a lot more Isekai than I would have. I mean, so for God's sake, to, we watched season one of Log Horizon last right, year. Right, that is true. So just so that we're clear, I think uh, the the full title of Bookworm. It's an Isekai. Uh, do you remember the the full title? Will no, no, I don't. It's like adolescence of a bookworm. I think it's the 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 title. Okay. Uh, there is. I also think that it's a decent show. A friend got us into it, right? Yeah. This um, we 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 may need to bring him on because I think for him it's a he's he's pretty decent when it comes to you know getting into the light novel game, web novel game. Yep. Yep. Um, these kind of shows, I think, like they have a certain affinity to him. So mm-hmm. if we were going to be talking about these shows, it'd be a bit of a miss if we weren't to have him on the podcast to talk about it too. So look, Bookworm, good show, but I don't think Jason and I are the ones to really talk about how good the show is. We we need some backup. We need some reinforcements. But we, again, we watched Rocky equivalent. Yeah, Megalobox was great. It's a boxing anime on Netflix. Yeah, if anybody knows of like Hajime no Ippo, which is like a really famous 70s or 80s um, manga slash anime, they did like a what was it like a reimagine? It's 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 kind of like a a modern reboot of the of the series. Megalobox is great. It's basically if it's an underdog story. Yeah, it, it's like if, if if you were a a boxer, but instead of just boxing, you also had robot arms. But he's gearless. Yeah. He ain't got no robot arms. Yeah, man. How insane is that? It's 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 a good watch. That's another one. And they they just announced um the next season for it or like a, another another series. Yeah, for season it? season two. They call it Nomad, I think. Yeah. So hey, if you want more mm-hmm. fighting shows, here's one to get yourself into. I eh, should we talk about Keijo? Let's talk about Keijo. No, no, no. We're not. We're, we're not, no, talk, no, we're not, not talking about Keijo. 
But Google Keijo if you want, and then we'll, we'll if there's enough interest, we'll talk about it in another episode. But we name dropped it, so we we did our part already. Yeah, I think um, there's probably a few other shows we should watch. No, we should talk about first. You mean like Dororo? Dororo was oh god, Dororo was <laughs> such a good show. It was such a good show, and then they reached the halfway point, and then they fucked it up. And the worst part is, I think the the op- they had the greatest opening set for it done by Queen B. The opening, I, I I've told you before, it, it really I skip, grew on me. I skip openings. This one I don't. I don't skip the openings of the first half of Doro because Queen B fired that song is straight flames. It is so good, and then they fucked it up. You know what was really sad about it as well? Yeah. The second half was done. The opening was done by I Asian know. Kung Fu Generation. Which is like your favorite. I fucking love them. They did the openings for like, I mean, F, like Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, Naruto. Erased. Pers- erased. Erased as well. Tatami Galaxy. So good. It sucked. Part two of Doro sucked. It was so. I mean, like I, I, I just refuse to believe that it exists. L- listeners, you, you can't see this because this is audio, but Will is fuming right now. Like just looking at his face, he's like clenching his teeth. He's like struggling real hard. I, but I get it because the first half was legitimately good, brutal in a way that, and violence in a way that was. It was heartbreaking, but it was. Good anime. If we're if we're gonna give it a rating, but not using like the mouse the mal rating system and using our own system, yeah, yeah. it was easily a four point five out of five. Yeah, and then the second- at the minimum of four, which is like still very very good. Halfway point comes in, and we were excited at the time. Yeah, like it was it was riding such a momentum for us. Like we were just like, this is so good. I can't wait. The hype is real. And then it shot a fat brick. Yeah. It was just depressing to see how it turned out. I mean, okay, it wasn't that bad. It's just that I had such high expectations of how the whole season would roll out that seeing the second half was just no, no. But I, te- I cried. I actually shed a tear. I poured one for the homies that had to, you know, develop this atrocity. Mm-hmm. It's disgusting. But what I would say is. For me personally, and you as well, we actually watched a lot of Studio Trigger properties. Oh, yeah. Last year for me was when I finally got around to finish starting and finishing um, Gurren Lagann, uh, Kill a Kill. I mean, the fact that like I watched them like six months ago and they've managed to make it into my top 10 recommended lists in the After Dark series. I watched Promare. You need to watch that show. That one. The movie looks pretty insane. Oh, sorry, sorry. Not Yeah. That movie was really good. We also watched My Little Witch Academia, which is very, I don't know, like Harry Potter-esque, but was was good. I, I think Trigger is a great studio, but for some reason, the shows that don't really get well-received on the internet. I don't understand why, to be honest, and I'm not trying to troll here. Like, I I just don't get it. Like, I mean, outside of, outside of Gurren Laga, which, you know, is still... Technically, not a trigger property. It's Gynax, right? That one was like an eight point six three or eight point six plus. All the other shows are below an eight point one, and that's including Kill a Kill, which I think both of us have in our top ten personal list. Yeah. Uh. Well, not my top ten 
because I had to choose. But well, no, personal, not recommended. That is true. Okay, right. Yes, yes, so yes, if it yes. was based on the last episode, tough. But if it was you know, for like, oh, these are my top ten. These are your top ten. We can make a case for it being there. Yes, definitely. I also feel like I watched Kisniver. Kisniver, you, you watched a lot of Trigger, a lot more than me. But we know how much of a Trigger fan you are. Yeah, you and, absolutely love the studio. And Kisniver, I think. I don't know. A lot of people don't like it. I really liked what they were going for, and they didn't quite stick the landing at all. But I feel like I have to give them credit because there's not a lot of shows like that that tries to attempt to answer or, you know, like have themes that are like that. So I'm just Studio Trigger Boy. What, what can I say? Yeah. I, for, for me, it was I'm a Mappa Boy. I mean, there's there's some studios I really love. I mean, yeah, like, but God of High School isn't that great. I mean, UFO Table, I love. I love David Productions. I love. Yeah, but they did Fire Force. It was gorgeous, though. But what, what what's that? Okay, I'm uh, I'm sorry. I, I, I can't I can't hear you over the JoJo theme. I'm sorry. Like I I can't hear anything. Fire, what fire? What force? No, I no. Do you know what the opposite of fire is? Is water and grand blue. Um. See, I, I find this a really difficult topic to discuss because of the fact that the manga, at least on Mal, is very well received. And it, it's also like done quite well on like on the anime front. It, yeah. it's, it's well received. It's got a good score. You so, and I watched it yes. along with a mutual friend. Mm-hmm. We we did see there were like some real good like drops of comedy. In in the beginning too. And then it became Dude Bro Frat House. It was hard to watch those episodes. I think, and there was one in particular. Very rare. I mean, like obviously, like for me, like I got really pissed off with how Doro ended. So rightly so, I was mad. But very rarely do we have a show where like one specific episode or even like a sequence of episodes ends up pissing off everybody that's watching it. Yes, and it it was unanimous. It wasn't even like, oh, it's not that bad. It was just like. What is this bullshit? I don't know if it's just us like really not connecting with that side of humor. Granted, of course, it's like this is this is still a medium that's done fully from a Japanese perspective. Neither of us, nor our mutual friend, are Japanese. Maybe there might be a few things that were like missed in translation, but or maybe we just didn't understand certain cultural aspects of the jokes. But it was a very infuriating twenty minutes. Y- yeah, it, it was. It wasn't great whatsoever i don't think the opening or the ending are that great but those two parts were the best parts of, the, of that episode. I, I, I like the opening right? I, I like i like the opening quite a bit <sighs> so grand blue was not worth our time you know what no no blesses no bliss is also not worth our time I, too do i mean the fact that we don't even know how to pronounce it no noblesse no because we don't even bother it's no noble c it was just a clusterfuck because the it's a crunchy roll webtoon, the trifecta, right? It was Tower of God, and then God of High School, and then Noblesse, and then Noblesse had an OVA, and then but then the the series came out that was not the OVA because it continues from the OVA. It was just wicked confusing, and it also was not great. So, for example, like God of High School, and I think we'll talk about it in like a very crunchy roll centric episode. Oh, it's going to be a crunchy episode for sure. This is going to well, munch on that. We we will bring in reinforcements for this one. We have a guest lined up. We we are in discussions to get him in. He's got a pretty pretty tight schedule. Man, uh, he, he, they're 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 busy. 
but we we definitely feel that this specific topic the the crunchy roll web collaboration is something that needs to have its own episode mm-hmm. yeah it, for it, sure it's a hefty one you know, speaking of heft you know, i think this would be a good point to take another quick break um there's, there's still a few more things we want to roll out for 2020 but you know we'll just give you a little time to to collect your thoughts grab a drink get some water in you remember stay hydrated um because especially with covid we want you to stay healthy so we'll get back to you in a couple of minutes and then we'll wrap up the episode all right catch you later all right see you soon just wrapping up some thoughts about 2020 it was a shit year but i mean there was still quite a few good things that came out of 2020 i think you know we managed to watch some good shows we watched some not so great shows we also saw some shows just just blow the fuck up and also we managed to minimum like make our plan to watch list just ever so smaller i think we managed to complete one percent of it I don't even think I've completed 1% of it. It's hard. There's so many shows that, like, I, I think this is the issue that not just us, but a lot of the listeners have as well, which is there are so many good shows out there. We just don't know how to get started. Yeah. It's because of the fact that a lot of shows kind of blend into similar genres. And it's like, well, if everybody watched this show, like, why do I need to watch that show? Even though it's also like similarly rated or it's more like, I never really thought about branching out into a different genre. I still want to watch more such lives. I still want to watch more like suspense thrillers. It's going to take a, while, a lot to convince me to change tact and start cracking onto these shows, which, you know, understandably, you if you want to branch out and really like further your palette in anime, like you you gotta start picking up some stuff that's outside of your your comfort zone. So as much as people try to forget about twenty twenty, I would have to say that twenty twenty, interestingly enough, is a year where a lot of forgotten things came back into the anime world. Yeah, I think you know, as much as we talk about new shows or stuff that like got sequels and you know we already talked about those in the first or second part of this podcast some shows that have come out in the last year are shows that we had just not heard from in five maybe even ten years you know we're, we're talking about like old school classics that some of us might have grown up watching some of us might have been watching back when we were in college or maybe like you know, in our early 20s, and then all of a sudden just came out of nowhere, and it's like, oh, by the way, we're revamping the show. Or, oh, hey, gonna... there's a remake. Oh, there's a there's a, a long-awaited sequel. You should, you should get on it. Like, one of them was, like, for example, like, Chihaya Furu. Yes, Chihaya Furu was six to seven years worth of wait. Yeah, I think the first... No, the second season ended in 2013, and then the next... Well, the third season came out, like late 2019 early 2020 yeah it was a double cur so it it kind of extended from so parts of it came out in 2020 so it still counts is yeah, what it, i'm saying yeah 
Yeah. And, and it's interesting because they start literally where season two left off. Like it, like it was just like the next episode. But it was six to seven years, man. It was good too. And it's good. It's good. It's, it's the same thing. But hey, Chihai Furu's same thing is really good. Uh, I think everyone should watch it if you can. It's really hard to explain how the anime is it's it's a sports anime but not really i don't know it's it's one of the cases of if it ain't broke just go and watch the show right like if it if it worked the first couple times surely it'll work again and this is an example of it working again haiku also came back after four years a phenomenal season three so you 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 really have to explain to me because as i've mentioned Mm -hmm. sports i love anime i love Sports anime, uh, I, I just can't get into it. So so what is it about Haikyuu that you feel that the non-sports anime lover in me would be able to change my mind? So YouTube reaction streams of anime episodes, I would feel like you see some of those uh, streamers and they you know take off their headphones and walk or pace around the room. And, and, you know, just think, oh, my God, what, what is this? What is this? It's crazy. What the fuck? And I always go, like, nah, man, like, why? You're just doing this for show. There were at least two to three moments in part two of Haikyuu season four, which is to the top second season, that was genuinely touching and was just either I was reeling in my seat or I was like, you're, I'm, you're running laps around your room. I'm gonna like wait. I have to replay that thirty second epi- thirty second segment again and again and again. To be fair, when part one of season four came out, it was good, but it wasn't like. And I think a lot of people felt that way too. It felt like a letdown after that long break. But it turns out it was building up to part two, and the payoff was. There's so many good moments I just want to share. And I think a mutual friend of ours really likes Haikyuu. And he and I just in a separate WhatsApp group was just gushing over it nonstop for two hours on end. It's just such a good show, man. So if there was one thing, like, you know, if we're going to be saying, oh, what are our our New Year's resolutions? I know it's already February. It's been like a whole month since going into 2021. But Chinese New Year, though. Well, yeah, okay. So we have technically another New Year coming up. If if there was one thing that I myself should do as like a, you know, quote-unquote resolution, would it be to get into more Slice of Life's, like more SOL's, or start watching Haikyuu? You do what you got to do, Will. No, but I need guidance here. Senpai. I mean, would you really, really commit yourself to watching Slice of Life wholesome stuff? I mean, Horimiya. Horimiya, it's, it's, it's pretty good. And I've used, I used to watch a few of them when I was a teenager. When I was in high school, I've watched, as you mentioned before, like Honey and Clover, Nodadme, Cantabile. Yeah. I watched those. Mm-hmm. So surely, like, it, if I just tap into you know, young Will's mindset, Maybe I'll bring it back. Okay, gun to my head, right? I have to choose between wholesome slice of life, slice of life or high Q. It would be high Q. Okay. Yeah. Not a hard one for you then. 
Well, it, I mean, it is a hard one, but with a gun to your head, with a gun to my head, that's what I'm going to do because I think you, I think it will take some time for you to enjoy slice of life stuff. I think it will be very easily captivating to get you into high Q. It's the hype, right? It's sports hype, but not just sports. It's it's hype. It's, it's anime. It's sports anime hype. It's like Friday Night Lights. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, now that I've said it, now that I have to talk about this resolution, I guess I gotta commit. All right. Okay. Cool. Um, I will say by. Well, almost all the seasons are on Netflix. If not, then they're on Crunchyroll. It's not hard to find Haikyuu. No, absolutely of, not. It's more just finding the time within my busy anime schedule to actually sit down and uh, watch Haikyuu. I'll tell you what. You're I not will... watching every single episode with me, no. Oh, no. I, oh, yeah. That's exactly what I'm saying. If, if that... How many seasons? Is it four seasons? 85 episodes total. Okay. I think it's 20-something, 20-something, 10, and then 12-12 or 12-13, something like that, yeah. See, that's not hard to do. I mean, like, look, I've watched, like, all, like, 150-something episodes of Hunter x Hunter 2011. I've watched every non-filler episode of Naruto. That's a lot, too. That was, like, almost 700 episodes. Hey, you don't have to watch it with me, but just give me the play-by-play like you did with Gurren Lagann, and it's like as if I was watching it with you. And it's, it's funny just... you say play-by-play, especially since it's being a sports anime. You would want to play-by-play. You want me to go over the highlights, right? The sports highlights. There is just so many good things about it. I, I'm like that guy. Tell you, tell you what, if you're listening to this and you feel like I'm still not that convinced about watching Haikyuu, write us a message. Tweet us, write us an email. Tell me why I should give up everything I've watched I'm watching right now and just solely focus on Haikyuu. Yeah. Well, s- there's, there's a lot on my plate right now. Like man, I, I'm still watching AOT. I'm still mm-hmm. watching Jujutsu Kaisen. Mm-hmm. There's a few other shows on Netflix that I've been waiting to crack open as well. But Haikyuu is also on there. It's it's really easy to just press play. It's also crazy that GTO is on Netflix too. That's, there's, there's, that's a good show. There's a, there's, a, there's so much stuff. Fuck. You remember Bleach? <laughs> wow, nice segue, bro. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> funny enough. Um, I, was all, che- I was just checking the next bullet all, point. All of, all of the the Bleach episodes. I think all of them. If you want most wa- of them are also on Netflix. But it what, is, is it? What I what I actually tried to do was actually rewatch Bleach, and I was wondering. Why, why, why was there so much hate about Bleach? And then I started watching it, and it was... Wow. Would, do you want to, like, wash your eyes with Bleach? I don't know. It's not that it's bad. It's just, well, it was kind of boring. And repetitive? The cycle? Yeah. I mean, it was also done by Piero as well. Wow. Yeah, okay. You and Piero just need to, like, sort this shit out, man. <sighs> I mean, it, it, he, they're, they're slowly making amends with Akadama Drive. If they're able to continue that kind of trajectory, like producing an anime original, or at least produce something that is of that quality, mm-hmm. I will be closer to forgiving them. At this point, still no? Yep. I mean, they're not as... Well, mm, do I hate them more because of what they've done with Tokyo Ghoul, or do I hate Studio Dean more with what they did with Fate Stay Nights? While you decide that, I will then say the reason why we mentioned Bleach is because this year came out 
uh, Burn the Witch, a three-episode OVA. And it's about talking about Harry Potter and stuff. It's Harry Potter with dragons. And I think it's set within like the same continuum as, as Bleach, right? Just, yes. It's just in, in, in an alternate world or actually within the same No, it's universe. within the same universe, but a different location. And uh, it's all right. Like a certain magical universe, right? Yes. It's almost like a Yusekai. Almost like another one of them random light novel amalgamations. But if we're talking visual novels... Yeah. Well, okay. Higu, so, Higurashi. So Higurashi also came out to... Um, Season 5, yeah. Snafu is done now, right? Yeah, Snafu is done. I have yet to finish it. Oh, another one that just, like, you know, had been coming out steadily the past couple of years, but, like, after, like, a long period of, like, nothing. Fruits Basket. So it's a remake. Yeah, so it's... it's But it also came out, like, many a year after I think it's 2018 was the first season of the remake and now the final season is coming up this year right or last year uh the fine they call it fruit baskets the final and I think that's coming out either this year or next year but I watched season one and parts of season two it's really good again there's just so much good stuff out there I there it's almost like there are a lot of shows that are worth watching, Will, that is just, you could throw a stick at whatever and then you hit a good anime series. So, I think it was like 18 years in between um, the original Fruits Basket and uh, the, the, the recent remake. Funny enough, the original one was also done by Studio Dean. Okay. Yep. They're fucking trash. Oh, well, I don't know. I haven't seen anything recent, so I can't really say about it. But back in the day, back in the 2000s, god-awful. Do not watch the original Fate Stay Night. Just watch Unlimited Blade Works and Fate Zero. Or if you've got the time and you are able to find some sort of official English translation, play play the visual novel. I mean, you didn't hear from me. Uh, you didn't hear from me. Okay, okay, yeah. all, right, all right. But 18 years between like the original and the remake of Fruits Basket is quite long. It's a long time. And it's a good remake. It is a legitimately good remake. Now, the next one that we wanted to talk about, which, okay, uh, admittedly, neither of us have as much experience uh, with it. Um, there, there was a show back in the day called Inuyasha, right? So in the last year, they actually announced and then started rolling out the sequel to Inuyasha after like a 10-year break um, called uh, Yashahime. Um, which is, I think, like the the princess half demon or the half demon princess, princess half demon. Yeah, that's what it's called. Um, we we can't really talk too much about it because I haven't watched either this show or Inuyasha. I just know that it was really really popular in the early, the, in the late nineties, early two thousands. Yes, enough to the point where people on Facebook, people on Reddit, were just like nonstop talking about how they could not wait for this re uh, the sequel to come out. So, I think in order for us to actually enjoy it, we would have to find the original series and then come back to you after we've not only consumed that, but also watch the sequel. So, going off of things that we consumed growing up, I have in my room some manga, in in Chinese, of course, and one of them is Shaman King. And they announced... 
a remake. Oh, but Jason, that one didn't come out last year. I know. It's coming out this year. I'm just saying Isn't that. Isn't it coming out next season? Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, this momentum of rehashing. You see in Jason's quest to being the ultimate weeb, he's trying to bend the rules so that he's able to include stuff that's coming out in subsequent seasons when we're still talking about a retrospective of 2020. I see what you're doing. You, you, you know what? Fine. Just just censor it. Just cut this out of the episode. No, no, no. I'm, I'm leaving it in. Okay, just so yeah, you sure. remember. But, but, but the point is, anime is great. Anime is great. There's a lot of good anime. And it, rightly so. Okay, if we're mm-hmm. going to talk about Shaman King, I didn't watch it, but like I knew it was hype. I knew it was a big deal back then, and now the fact that it's come out, it's coming out now. Is, is it a remake? Is it a sequel? What is it? It's a remake. Oof. So much like how you had like Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, how much like you had like Hunter Hunter, how much you had like, like Fruits Baskets. Yeah, we'll see how this one goes, but I'm definitely going to check it out. Do you know what the studio is that's doing Shaman King? I don't remember. I just remember watching the announcement trailer and then being sold and being like, all right, whenever it comes out, I'll watch it. No questions asked. Childhood memories. So it's going to be done by Studio Bridge. I have... N- what What have they done? Um, so they've done um, some Yu-Gi-Oh! Some okay. Carp Captor... No, sorry. No, this is Cart Fight Vanguard. Those um, are all kid shows, yes. Fairy Tale, but not all of Fairy Tale. They've done some episodes. Mm-hmm. It's not like... Because Fairy Tale had like a bunch of different... Studios collaborating. Switch hands, yeah, right? Yeah, like A1 Pictures, uh, Cloverworks, uh, I guess Bridge. Also did some episodes for them. Um, another one that you might know of, Talentless Nana. Yeah, so that came out in 2020. Yeah. Do you want to talk about that? It's Talentless, right? It's a... I watched the first episode. There's a big twist at the end. It didn't hit for me. People think that it is the bee's knees, and I'm like, I'll watch... It, Something it, else. It, it did not slap for me. It was not great. Mostly because it felt like a lot of the tropes they were harping on were done better in other shows. Yeah. It felt like if you had put Future Diary into My Hero Academia, but done with a not as well-known studio, it, it came off as subpar for me. I just feel like... You're going to hate me for this, Will. I would give it a 3.5 stars out of 5 or a 7 out of 10 for Talentless Nana. It is In case you didn't know, Nana in Japanese means 7. I like where you're going with this, but I don't know why you would have to make a joke out of it. It itself is a joke. I don't... I don't... I don't see why people should be watching the show. But what isn't a joke is Demon Slayer. We didn't get to see it, unfortunately. Yeah, the movie, um, I mean, the news is all over the place in terms of how well it's done. Not just how well, like how it actually like rewrote the record book. Yes. it. it we will have to get into it in depth at some point because I feel like no one can ignore Demon Slayer anymore. And I remember this because we were agonizing over watching it because it came out on my birthday i remember and i was Mm -hmm. like hey when you get off work can we watch this and then i was like but covid and then i was like you're right yeah 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 nah we'll figure out a way if it's still like i don't think it's 
airing anymore. Um, We're no, gonna have to wait till like rent it. Yeah, or... we'll have to wait till like it's hosted somewhere or like the Blu-rays are out. Um, but I think we definitely should watch. I mean, you've read ahead, right? I've you, read all of it. Yeah, so you know what to expect. I mean, speaking of Demon Slayer, like, how long did it take for you to actually pick up Demon Slayer? Because Demon Slayer like started up and blew up in 2019. I did not know it existed until after the anime. Yeah, so it, it, that was it for me too. It took a while for me to actually get into it, not because of the fact that like I didn't like it, I didn't enjoy it, I didn't care for it. It's more it was just that like there was just so much hype, and people on the internet wouldn't shut the fuck up about it. That was just like, you know what? No, like I don't want this noise. I don't want to like have to watch this in the a, a, a crowd of people just nonstop like jerking it off and all that like you just just we i i know it's good <laughs> okay i know it's good you know put your hands back in your pockets and then let, me, let me see what this is all about yeah it, it's it's good it's good it's very good it's very good it's just it's just what it is it's, a de- it's about a demon slayer it's about it's about a person who slays demons how the hell did this show end up breaking not just box office records for the movie but also setting records for manga sales the fact that it was the first manga that managed to outsell one piece in over 12 years i i also remember taking the the subway back home and you just texting me a screenshot of the manga sales for that year or yeah for that year and it by volume and place 1 to 19 it's just Demon Slayer. This is in the Japan. Japan sales. I think, like, yeah, out of the top 20, only one of them was One Piece. Yeah, it was. It was the sole one. I mean, granted, like, One Piece has been running for well over 25 years. So there was bound to be someone that would take its place. But I, I think to this day, though, still, like, One Piece is the de facto number one just based on sales in general. But we also cannot discount the fact that within four years... The manga has sold over 120 million copies. Paperback, hardback, digital, we don't have all the numbers, but the fact that it's creeped into the t- into selling over 100 mil. 100 mil. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's four astronomical years. numbers. Four years. It's quite a feat. We don't have time to talk... All the numbers, all the stats, and what it means for the rest of the industry. I think we will really need to find another time, another episode to talk about it. But look, I like Demon Slayer. You like Demon Slayer. I, I do like Demon I Slayer. I think people who have who are, who are listening to this have either watched it or like have already finished the manga themselves, or heard of it at the very least, and are like waiting to watch it. You know, we don't need to further endorse it. Like, it's already done the rounds. It's We don't need to know. endorse it. You would have probably watched it regardless of our endorsement. The bar is set really high yeah. for any other series that wants to take the top contender list. So, well, I think that covers up pretty much everything 2020. But if you were to say, let's say an honor, let's say three or two, how, how do you want to do this? Just In terms you, of... Oh, you, you're talking about, like, Oh, I know where you're going with this. We want to talk about like anime that we've watched in we've watched in 2020 or like shows that came out in 2020 and we want to talk about which ones we liked, which ones we weren't so hot on. How about we just do the ones not our backlog, but anime that came out in 2020 and just, you know, pick, I don't know, 
two or three that you want to highlight to for people to check out. Uh, I can I can go first. I feel like Akudama Drive. We have already harped on it quite a bit. We wholeheartedly endorse it. It's cyberpunk. It's only one season. It seems pretty definitive by the end of it. I think they can do more, but it's just good original anime that not based on anything prior to that, but inspired by a lot of cyberpunk stuff. But I would say, if it's not obvious enough, the two, I would say, outstanding shows that I consumed that aired in 2020 is Kaguya-sama Season 2 and, of course, Haikyuu. I think those are very somewhat typical answers but for me, there's a reason why they're typical. It's because it's universally liked and beloved. And I feel you owe it to yourself to either watch Haikyuu or read Kaguya-sama or the other way around. Just find the time to check either one or both of them out. And I think everyone will be pleasantly surprised. Not a bad list. I think that for me, the shows that I really liked last year, um, I, I've talked to some extent about them in either the After Dark episode or throughout this episode. Uh, one of them being Dora Hedero. Absolutely must watch. Have to watch it. Um, Akudama Drive. That one's also an exciting time. But I am going to suggest a very left field one, mm-hmm. which is it's not a great anime. It is a ridiculously stupid anime, and depending on how you perceive it, it can be very, very, very entertaining. It's hypnosis, Mike. What? I know I know it pains you to hear it, but hear me oh, out. Oh, God. Hear me <sighs> out. If you like rap battles, N- if you like pretty boys... I'm I'm really harping on the pretty boys because that's all the show is about. And if you like A1 Pictures, I believe it's done by A1 Pictures. If all that sounds good to you, fine and dandy, I think you should give it a shot. The reason why there's a bit of silence is because my f- palms are covering my face. I can't... Bu- yeah, sure, Hypnosis Mike. Yeah, sure, of course. It's you, a fun old time. It is not, but yeah, you should just check it out so then you can understand my frustration. This is not a troll suggestion, by the way. I think you really should just check it out. It's just, it's 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 so dumb that... It, I, I don't want to compare it to Akadama Drive because that, was, Why? because that was also a very dumb and exciting show, but this is also one of those dumb, and if it fits you, it's entertaining. Just, just go watch it. Because I already know you're going to watch Dora Hedero and Akadama Drive. Or even, like, you know, watching a show that's ongoing right now, Jujutsu Kaisen. You know, like, I'm telling you shows that you would probably not have picked up anyway. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be blatantly honest as well. I, I also dropped Hypnosis Mike, but I want someone out there to report back in after watching it. Or have already watched it. And let me know what you think. Am I a dumbass? Am I talking out of my butt? Or am I onto something that, hey, maybe I shouldn't have dropped it and I should actually finish the whole thing? Let me know in the comments. Let me know about them in your tweets and your emails. Would love to hear your thoughts on this. 
Now, moving on to the next part, though, this, this, this I think this is going to be the, the final wrap-up of shows that we've watched. Rather than talking about shows that we thought were bad, I'd rather us talk about shows that disappointed us. Because it doesn't necessarily mean that it's, it was a terrible show or a bad show by any means. It's more just we might have had expectations about it. There might have been some hype that was carrying the show, and therefore it led to like a certain level of excitement. And when we watched it, it failed to deliver. It could still be a good like 7 or maybe 8 out of 10, but it might not have reached that high bar that we originally set it. You know what I mean? I already know what I'm going to say. All right, go ahead. List, uh, I mean, however many shows. I'd say... You know, I already got the one. It doesn't matter. Everything else doesn't matter Okay. This. It's got a high school. Somewhere out there, there's a clan of webtoot fans that are just waiting to get you by the head. Just just parade your... your, your, your hey, your I headless. got into webtoons this year. Yeah. We, we, uh, we, we're not going to mention manga and webtoons that much uh, because we're kind of going a bit too because we can talk for i can talk for hours about webtoon and manga i read webtoons i read got a high school i read like so many good webtoons out there i was hyped for got a high school and i watched the first episode and it was full of energy kinetics like it was just it just it was good the the music was good and everything very international kind of and then the red noses, and then episode four. I don't need to say anything about that. People who have watched it will know what episode four is about. Did you drop it or finish it? I finished it because I had to see it through. And it's it's one of those like I've gone too far to give up now. Oh no, it situations. wasn't even just that. It's I tried to spoil it for you by trying to tell you the power level in that anime. Oh and no, I'm gonna watch it myself too. I'm gonna like, see what the hell is going on with the show. Yeah, so. I just, there's just so much to like about it, except there isn't a lot to like about it. It should be liked. It should be beloved. You know what? I just need to finish watching Tower of God. Then I will know. Because Noblesse, Tower of God, and uh, God of High School, just complete the Webtoon trilogy and just figure it out from there in terms of how I feel Webtoon adaptations can be and how well it can be adapted in anime form. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, you've made a compelling argument for me to, you know, as to why I should watch God of High School. It's just so that I could be disappointed later on, right? But there are, there are good parts to the show. I think that's the part that hurts the most. Like, if it was really bad, then whatever. It's easy to discount it, right? But there's so much good and even brilliance in certain areas. I mean, let's not forget it was also done by MAPPA. Yes, and it shows, as in, like, positive. It's, it's a good thing. So what about you, Will? What you got? This one was actually quite easy for me, too. It's, it's a show we both watched. I'm surprised you didn't bring it up, but I guess the argument you made for God of High School was very compelling. Uh, this was super, super hyped. It's The Great Pretender. Okay. I think, it, look... By all means, it's not a bad show. If you were to just like know nothing about it and you watched it, you would probably enjoy it. You would probably give it like a solid eight, maybe a seven point five out of ten, like three, four stars, yeah, something like that, right? Like you would say that it was an entertaining show. The problem I had with this show, and I think to an extent for you as well, was people were talking so much about this. Like there were so many 
influencers and YouTubers, even like friends within our circles, talking about how the show is is, is brilliant. It's smart. It's you know, it's 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 basically you know about swindling people and trying to Ocean's know, Eleven, basically like doing like certain heists, certain like smart plans to you know outthink your opponent. Uh, in which case, you know, specific to this, they're just trying to steal money or steal something um, from from a victim for from like from an enemy, like Robin Hood. Basically, it, it was it started off pretty interesting. You can't also like deny that the the, the color palette was phenomenal and the music wood studio did a really really great job in terms of making this thing look and sound fantastic but much like how david productions put into work for fire force it was only then let down by the delivery of the plot in which it it felt kind of cheap at times it felt like there were certain situations where all you have to do was literally pull a rabbit out of a hat and there you go, case closed. Or, you know, someone was in danger. You know what? Pull another rabbit out of the hat. Ah, there you go. That person's saved. And you just move on to the next case. You move on to the next story. And you don't really see much brilliance come out from the story. You're more captivated by how it looks, how it sounds. The voice acting is, I'd say, pretty good in it. But, but you still are missing a core element of any good show and it's the delivery of the plot it's how you're able to carry the story further and by the time we got to the midway points before the last case was due to come out on netflix you and i dropped it yeah not so much dropped it we just didn't continue it and then we just got on to other better stuff but i feel like maybe maybe we should revisit this at some point because it is possible that the reason why we think the pacing and the story is not good is because each of the arcs, the cases, are short. Whereas the second part is all one case that is the equivalent of two to three cases. So there is a good chance that the Shanghai case, the last case, is actually good. Yeah, to be fair, the the, the score it got on my anime list, you know, it is a pretty high score, but I think it was as a result of everything coming out. We only watched up to the halfway point because at the time that was when, at least here in Hong Kong, that was the amount of episodes, the amount of cases that had been released. And we had to wait like another week and a half, two weeks before the next part. So it wasn't, it wasn't, it was way longer than that. Oof, okay. Then yeah, that then more reason for, as to why we dropped it. Yes, you know, I mean, as you said, our backlog is 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 thick. We got a lot of shit to go through, and we just sometimes you just don't want to wait around and see if this mediocre showing could potentially be good. It's kind of like how we feel about a lot of shows, you know, which we'll probably touch on at later at a later point. But yeah, in terms of disappointment for me, it has to be Great Pretender. It's a harsh one, but until I get round to watching the last case. I, I don't think I'll be changing my opinion on it. Well, so, yeah. Yeah, okay. So what did we learn about 2020, especially within like the world of anime, right? Like, Is, is there any major takeaways about 2020? Is there anything that you know, we, we've learned and we want to carry over into the new year, into 2021, and hopefully improve on? There's just good anime out there, and whether or not rain or shine, pandemic or not... It will always be there for you. No matter what, through thick and thin. Yeah, man. Anime will be there for you. There is some good 
stuff. There's some bad stuff. There's some exceptional stuff. There's some abysmal stuff. But hey, hey, bad stuff can be entertaining too. It just depends on how open you are to, you know, watching something and you know, how 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 wide your barometer is for entertainment. Nothing is perfect, but no. anime is perfect for me. Will yeah. So even if it is trash, we will give it a shot, un- unless you know we have enough prior knowledge and research to make a you know sound judgment before we yeah. tackle it because again anime is great it's just not enough time to watch all of it yeah so hopefully you know we've 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 moved past some of the rougher parts of 2020 i mean we've already seen hello news coming up for 2021 about you know new netflix and anime studio collaborations there's a lot of stuff coming out one thing i'm very very, Are you talking about High Rise Invasion? There's that, but actually one even bigger one, which I'm very scared of. Not because it's it's a it's a horror manga. Uzumaki. Yes. Yes. I am actually terrified about Uzumaki. Because as much as I loved reading the manga, I am terrified as to how it's going to be adapted. Because I think I, I didn't watch it because I've already heard enough bad things about it. But people were not hot on the Jinji Ito collection. collection story. Yeah. yeah. So the fact that, you know, it, there was a live action for Uzumaki. I watched it and when watched, I was a teenager. Must have been a really uh, a rude awakening as, as to what Japanese movies are all about. Or yeah. just movies in general. And then right? I watched Juan, The Grudge. And then I watched Dark Waters. Did you watch The Ring? Ringu? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I actually did my uh, my high school uh, film studies thesis on Juan and uh, Ringu. It was a great semester just watching Japanese horror movies. I don't know idea how I managed to get a B plus or A minus for that. It's good times. It's good times. Yeah. So that hopefully wraps up most of 2020. That doesn't mean that we will not revisit animes that came out in 2020. But no, for far now, from it. Yeah. There's the, the stuff that we've watched. Like for example, Moriarty is going to be coming out mm-hmm. again, uh, part two in April. Jujutsu Kaisen still running strong. Hopefully, maybe Piero comes up with another like batshit crazy anime original. I mean, we talked. I talked like maybe 10 seconds about it, but webtoons and manga is already like a big thing that we couldn't even fit in this episode. Yeah, the reason why we weren't able to watch more anime was because of the fact that we we both signed up to webtoon. And also read a ton of manga. Yeah, I think, you, oh man, it's just good. so it's, much good shit. It's so much good stuff, bro. Read JoJo. D- don't. Read Dorohedoro. Okay, I... I I will do that for sure. Read Tokyo Ghoul. I have been reading Tokyo Ghoul. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. I'm so happy you're doing this. All right. So just to wrap things up, as always, you know, we've been blessed with wonderful music for this episode. The opening, as always, uh, at least for the regular episodes, the regular numbered episodes, uh, is done by... um, Hold on a second. I got it. So our intro music is Green Lights by Jazar from the album Tumbling Dishes Like Old Man Wishes. You can get the album from the Free Music Archive. We'll be probably running with that uh, intro for, for quite a while. Uh, yeah. at, least, at least for season one of the Good Anime Palette podcast. Mm-hmm. Our break music is Min 2019 by Minubu. Our outro music is What You Thinking, the instrumental version by Wataboy. Uh, you can also find us at Gmail. Use Our email address is gapalette at gmail.com, one word. You can find us on Twitter at palettegood. 
which I still think is the best automatic handle that they gave us right away. Yeah, seriously, guys. I mean, like we have all this, um, all these methods for you to contact us. You know, we would love to you know hear your thoughts in terms of maybe some of the shows that we have been watching and that you think we might be interested in checking out other shows. Maybe there's something that you know you think we might be wrong about, or maybe you feel that is a bit misunderstood and you want to, you know give your two cents we're more than happy to discuss that listen yeah. to it you know in the end you know we we want to you we, we know we've got great taste in anime we know we've got you know our, our palates are quite refined but they can always you know be a little bit improved yeah like how course. i've always been watching like edgy stuff maybe mm-hmm. not maybe there's more comedy maybe for you you need to you know tap into the darkness a bit more and Maybe finally get into some Black Lagoon and Dora Hedero. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see uh, in twenty twenty one how that goes. Yep. So hopefully everybody stay, uh, continues to stay safe. Uh, we'll be writing a few more episodes uh, in the coming weeks. Looking to maybe roll out one more after episode. And be sure to tune in when we do a special guest uh, podcast, which um, details are still being confirmed. But you'll hear from us first. So, yep. without further ado, this is Will and this, Jason. Yep, I'm. This is Jason. This is that. That's Jason. Yeah, I'm Will. Uh, yeah, exactly. All right. So we'll catch you very soon. You guys enjoy the rest of your week, and uh, we'll catch you very, very soon. Happy 2021 and happy Chinese New Year, everyone. Sunny Phi Lok. Sunny Phi Lok.